If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you're listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy. What did you just call me? I said whenever you're ready. You called me a rindi, didn't you? No, I didn't. Stop <laughs> this shit. You called me a day rindi. What does that even mean, baby? I think it means phone. prostitute. It means whore. Right. You can be whatever you want to be. It's not dirty. It's not wrong. Be you. Well, you can be a dirty prostitute if you don't wash. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm trying to be positive. This is a positive, fun end of year episode. Unhygienic prostitute doesn't quite have the same ring to it. No, but you know what? I like that because we are fun and what? Positive. That's our favorite word these days, by the way, guys. No, because, it's... <laughs> yes, it is. Because we always say it to each other and then we laugh and run off like little schoolgirls. <laughs> Go away. Stop it's, lying. Like, As you all know that my husband is a pathological liar. The fuck did you just call me? My husband. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, all these hi, beautiful, hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Christmas hangover of your life. Welcome to the final episode of the year of the You Don't Love Me podcast. Do you know what? I refuse to believe that we're not in 2020. Don't say that because that just like really triggered my mind then because I'm like, oh my God, shit. Like, it's going to be 2022. How have... <laughs> How is 2021 over? It actually, like, in a way, it doesn't feel quite real that 2022 is around the corner at all. Do you know what? If you consider, like, lockdowns and travel restrictions, like, we had the majority of 2020 robbed from us, I think, from, like, February onwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but 2021 isn't free from, you know, fault or however you put it. Because oh, no. Really? Things only started picking up in, like, July, August time. No, that's very, very true. Like fully picking up, and like I, for me, the full moment felt the full moment. The moment it really felt real was Manchester Pride, which was the end of August. Well, there you go, and that was like half the year was already gone by then. I know, and at the time of recording right now, um, just so like a week and a half before Christmas, we don't know what's going to happen. Well, <laughs> what's happening? This is true. We don't, so we need to do several um, edits. Not this. We always do this. Okay, so first, okay, so yeah, Christmas has happened. Oh my God, how much fun was yesterday? Oh, it's just so amazing. We had our friends over. We had a gorgeous Christmas meal. Honestly, we love you guys. And, you know, this this queer family that we have, (laughs) this collective, oh my God, it... 
it gets me emotional. I love you guys so much. And uh, yeah, shout out to Mwah. You got the biggest turkey leg this year. Oh, Mwah, I probably did. Do they, do they get, eat turkey for Christmas? Mwah, chicken, Christmas chicken turkey. for turkey, vegan stuff, anything. Chicken turkey. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, the, what the fuck is a chicken turkey? No, I mean like a chicken, comma, turkey. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to start saying my commas now. Uh, shut up. Semicolon here, colon there. Oh my God, honestly. A little question mark, a bit of ellipsis. You're such a dundee, aren't you? <laughs> Parenthesis. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, Christmas was amazing. Okay, that was edit number one. Okay. Edit number two. Oh, it was a lockdown. Uh, it was tough, but we made it do work. Do you know what? We, we were asking for too much. It was, just wasn't meant to be. Oh, yeah. I'm sad. But do you know what? <laughs> I'm sure this year around, the government will be having their own private party yet oh, again. Oh, drag them. Can't wait to hear about it in 2022, honestly. But do you know what? We're holding strong. We're in it together, guys. And it was tough for us, but um, I hope you guys enjoyed the content that we put out there um, for you guys to smile about. Mm-hmm. Do we need an, an additional edit? Listen, look at this. Listen to, yes. listen to these edits. It's like, yeah, we had a whole people over. We don't have anyone over anywhere for Christmas. What is wrong with your English today? I have no idea. You're spelling out commas. We had a whole people Honestly, what is wrong with you, man? <laughs> the Bradford snap. I know. <laughs> but um, no. no, no one's coming anywhere. They can all fuck off. <laughs> what has that got to do with anything? I don't know. Like, I just like my own space and time. <laughs> I love people too, obviously. Are you trying to say we're going to be having a quiet Christmas this yeah, year? Yeah, quiet Christmas. Mm, why is that? Because, well, we're not going to New York, which is like where we usually go for Christmas. And like, I just don't... We can do Christmas our own way. I don't like the pressures. We don't like the pressures of all everything. And, you know, I don't know. It's just some time off to do what the fuck we want. Yeah, we weren't raised with Christmas, were we? Well, that's your opinion of it. Go on, pop off. Um, Is it my opinion? No, well, your view, like my view is like, I just don't want to. <laughs> so your view is that you don't want to tap into the emotion of it all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your view is? Uh, well, okay. My view is that we weren't raised with Christmas. We weren't brought up with Christmas. I used to work right up until Christmas Day and then like just be in bed all Christmas Day. And my parents would moan and mope about it because they were very anti-Christmas on a level because it wasn't an Islamic holiday. And it was just one of those days that nothing would happen and everything was gray and we watched some stuff on TV. And so when I grew up, I was like, oh my God, I really want to do some Christmassy stuff. And I did. And we still do. We have a Christmas tree. We go to New York, all that Christmas jazz. Markets. Christmas markets, yada, yada, yada. Um, some years, maybe we even do Christmas cards. But now I've realized that there has to be a balance because I don't want to set myself up for failure of having an unrealistic expectation of what Christmas is. Why would I try and recreate a Christmas environment when I've never had it? And you almost set yourself up for failure like, oh, we're going to get a load of people around and have Christmas dinner. Well, guess what? Our family is not going to be there. So you're going to try and find people who aren't seeing their own families and just hope that they're into it. It's like, well, why put yourself through that struggle? I'd rather wake up in the morning, go for a massive hike, come back to a curry. I actually concur and agree with everything you said, you know, and I like the part that you said, you know, setting up for disappointment. And it's not like New Year's Eve, isn't it? When you're younger, New Year's, you build New Year's up so much and expensive ticket prices, waiting in queues, never getting in, um, expensive drinks, waiting in queues, and it's just a flop always, isn't it? I mean, that's the day that you and I 
cemented our love for each other. No, so yeah, mega fucking flop day, babe. Yeah, <laughs> that's when we used to celebrate our anniversary. Yeah, but wow. We, but how do we celebrate our anniversary? We've always gone out for our um, for New Year's Eve because you like going out on New Year's Eve. Not anymore, though. I don't think. Yeah, but I mean, like a lot of times that club night out is built up so much in your head compared to what it actually is. Oh, I hate New Year's Eve. You know? I, I really don't care for New Year's Eve at all. I think I completely agree with what you're saying. I'm just being a bitch. You fucking but, bitch. <laughs> I, Randy. <laughs> you fucking Randy. You fucking Randy, get out. Wow. Um. Yeah, I think it's uh, New Year's Eve is very overrated. I'd much rather spend New Year's Eve at home but also i tell you what another reason why we look at it differently is because we're both in the entertainment sphere and so we do christmassy stuff sooner than oh, everyone yeah. else does <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah that's so true like we're creating christmas content in july or something ridiculous like that so in the year before huh? and yeah years. oh well yeah 100 percent. so it kind of holiday the holidays have a whole different meaning and then like you know, people are like, oh, do you want to do this on this Christmas day? Or do you want to do that? On? And I'm like, oh, like in my head, it's a distorted view as to what the holidays is anymore. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm making any sense. No, or not, you're not. But, but long story short, yes. you don't want to do it properly again until we're in New York again. Oh, yeah. Also, I really wish we were in New York this year. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. Next year? Mm. Back again. Back again. It'll be It'll be great. It'll be great. That's great. It'll be great. Yes, that's great. Anyway, um, yeah, so this episode's a bit random, really. We don't really have a specific topic to talk about, aside from reflecting on the year, what we've done. But in, in the most positive way we can. What the world has done, what's been going on, and um, maybe even talking about what we hope to do in 2022. Okay. Let's, let's go hit me, bitch. What have been your highlights for 2021, Amir? ASMR edition. No, no, not this. Let's see if you can talk in ASMR. No, I can't do it. Try. Which I can barely talk properly today, so. ASMR. Teach me. Bradford edition. Hello. In it, man. How do you talk like? No, I don't like it. In it, man. I don't like it. This is Bradford ASMR. Okay, go on. In it, bro. Bro. You got a lighter. <laughs> bro, bro, get in my car. That's my dad's beamer. Suck my dick, man. <laughs> yeah, suck it proper, innit? Bro. Okay, please stop. Where did you go? Where? Oh my God, this bad Bradford bad boy sounds. Got you right excited, didn't it? Listen, you told me to go there and I'm just picking out memories oh, wow. from my head. You can take the boy out of Bradford, <laughs> but you can't take the whore. Out of my head. Oh, look at him making up. That he's wasn't very a, nice, was he's it? He's making a little baby face. And I was like, oh, why are you being mean to me? Okay, I'm sorry. Let's carry on with Bradford ASMR. But you can't ASMR see what my editions. face is doing because we have what? Botox. <gasps> oh, yes. Okay. That's so that one of was, our achievements. Let's talk about that. This is one of our key achievements. You would have seen it on Instagram by now? Yes. You will have seen it on Instagram by now. The aesthetics doctor, Dr. Ahmed. Oh, my gosh. Can we just talk about how much of a... L lovely person they are do you know what it was such a it was such a fun day wasn't it it was so good do you know i'd love to have them on the podcast watch the space i'd love to have them on the podcast they're absolutely amazing I'm manifesting it manifest it girl manifest it they're like i was like oh my like we okay so we went to the clinic 
and you were invited to the clinic. There was Dr. Ahmed. Uh, yeah, we were invited. Yeah, no, no, we were playing Nakadar on. <laughs> and um, we went to the clinic and... Yeah, it was. Uh, we've never had Botox before, so this was the first time, and they talked us through it. Do you know what? Also, I aspire to be to that level where I completely deny the fact that I've ever had Botox. Oh, obviously, yeah. That's a dream, just as a side. So, step. like, if anyone hears this in the future, like, we're going to deny it all. Yeah, a hundred percent. Natural beauty. Drink water and be mm. happy. No, um, no, and it was really, really good because. Okay, why did you want Botox? I wanted Botox. Um... I think for a while, maybe, and especially when I, I said to myself, you know, when I hit 30, when I get into my 30s, to sort of, I don't, I don't want to change everything, and I don't want to be, like, crazy and get into it all, but um, just to, like, stop the aging process maybe a little bit, and, you know, a few lines here and there, and, you know, I, I, I just didn't really like them. So I thought, you know, a bit of Botox, it will help, and that's enough for me. For me, it was more of a preventative measure, because... Yeah. I'm, you know, I tend to wear heavy makeup quite often for performances and stuff. And sometimes I feel a drag on my face or I feel like my face doesn't look as fresh or as taut. And uh, how can I put it? With Botox, I, I've sort of had it in the upper part of my face and it's kind of helped pull things back a little bit. Mm. But he did say that my skin was holding up pretty well. Yeah, holding up. He was like, girl, <laughs> Miss Thing. No, that was just me. But yeah, and no, it was great. It was a lovely consultation. It was really well explained, uh, you know, in terms of pre-prep um, and post-prep. And um, I'm really happy. Would you do it again? Oh, yeah. It's, this is a thing now that I'm going to do. I think so, I'm too. Gonna, I'm going to keep on it now. Same, same. I think... I think this may be the way forward. Yeah, I, I, re I really like it. And I want to look into the skin things as well. There's like skin like cleansing stuff as well. Rejuvenation. Yeah, and it stuff. just rejuvenates the skin and stuff. And it, it made me feel better about myself. And, you know, um, I never want to get into like plastic surgery or anything extreme. Just maintenance where it's sort of like you you look good, but you don't, you can't really completely tell. I'd get a nose job. You know, no, you don't need a nose job. Baby. I do. I feel like I have ridges on the top of my nose you that do not need, need like a nose smoothing job. out. Where are you looking? I want a little pixie nose. Look at me. You don't need a nose job. Fuck off. Yeah, the light bounces imperfectly on the top of my nose. I feel. What are you on about? You don't need a nose job. I want like a really like small pointy nose. Yeah, but you can do that with makeup. So that's fine. <sighs> you don't need a nose job. Liposuction then. You don't need liposuction. Oh, wow. I love you. It's called you. exercise. Lipo exercise. Eat less, then. exercise more. Yeah, but mm, we're gonna, we'd start a whole deba debate on that that I don't want to get into. But um, I think you can have a combination of both. Of a nose job and liposuction? No, of exercise and liposuction. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm just being against you. Why? <laughs> because I am the drama. You're such a drunky, aren't you? Okay, anywho, that happened. So you asked me what the highlights were of the year. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so I'm really proud of um, how, you know, I'm just talking about us in general, you know, how we managed to sort of get through this pandemic and survive it and, you know, express our creativity. I'm really proud of how we've grown our platform on um, socials. I really, really am, especially on Instagram. You know, I remember saying earlier this year, I, like, I really hope we hit, you know, 10K followers and, and grow and um, get to get to a great point where in a few years we can get agency representation and it'll happen. And it, we worked really hard and it grew and grew and grew. And I'm really proud of us for getting agency representation as well. Shout out to Tape Agency. You, you are amazing. 
Do you know what? I don't do it for the followers. I don't do it for the accolade. I do it for me. Hashtag humbled. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag vegan. <laughs> hashtag get the fuck out. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very yeah. proud of that. And the one thing I'm really particularly proud of, which really catapulted us and helped yes. us, is um, our Unilever campaign. Oh yeah, that was fun. I think that was something really special that we created with, you know, in collaboration with everyone and everything. And to be part of that, thank you, Rana, Ranaverse, for wanting us to be part of it and working with uh, Unilever and Superdrug and, you know, bringing that visibility to queer South Asians and, you know, gay South Asian couples. And yeah, wow, like that just went to places I never thought it would go. There were so many important messages to come out of that, but do you know what was my favorite thing to come out of that what? campaign? The free bottle of Britney Spears fantasy that oh they sent God, over. Oh my God, girl, bye. I was like, oh, Britney. He was like, I'm taking this, you can have the toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, they, basically they gave a hamper and I was like, I'm having that one. Um, but yeah, no, that was great. With the agency representation, yeah, I think it's a milestone for us. Um, to have that type of representation and um, yeah tape agency are wonderful people human people individuals <laughs> and um, we love them uh, what else what else I was was like oh, I was gonna say something about them anyway no it's a good thing it is a good thing do you know what I think we should take a break at this point I think we're ready for a break as well, well are you ready I'm ready um, you said that with some conviction determination baby. determination I say conviction I don't know why because I'm me, I'm original. <laughs> okay, then. Ah, you bitch. You're right, original. okay, do you know what? I think he's too emotional to carry he's on with so this. He's so original, he created a drag character based on everyone he grew up with, but original. Yeah, that's uh, that in itself is original. <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> Human people of planet Earth, I'm too emotional to carry on. So we're going to take a break, and I may or may not return. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And we are back. Do you know what? We were just discussing things that we were grateful for, that we are grateful for, as far as 2021 is concerned. And do you know what I'm grateful for, babe? What? I'm grateful for the fact that we live in a world where Jesse Nelson <laughs> can be Jesse Nelson. I am so grateful for Jesse Nelson. The UK, the buddy. Tattoos and the gold teeth. I know what. The bad, bad boys. Do you know what? Cheese. Do you know what? Pick a mix. Pick a mix. Do you know what? Apples, oranges. It's funny. It is so crazy. And Jesse Nelson, if you're listening, listen, girl, take it in your stride. Um, 
parody is a imitation. <laughs> but what is it? It's Imitation is a, a form of flattery. Form of flattery. Yeah, flattery. we're flattered by your performance. It's fairly <laughs> iconic. You know, it's very, her performance at Capital FM was very like, hi, welcome back to 2002. Girl, she wishes. No, it was. It was. It was. It was like or maybe two thousand and eight. No, no, it, it's like what? What year did you just say? Two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight. But the bad version of it. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like what is so crazy, right? I'm a mix, I'm a hardcore mixer. In case people didn't know, babe, did you know that? Oh, uh, I, I <laughs> did, did. You know that you live with a mixer? Oh girl, of course I did. <laughs> so I'm a mixer, right? For those that don't know that little mix fan, and she left about a year ago, and we all supported her, her leaving her mental health and blah blah blah, and. You know, now we know that Little Mix are taking a break next year after their, you know, 10-year reun- year tour situation, which means that Jessie could have waited and never left the group and had done that, but they're better as a three. But what is crazy to me is watching her because it's like these people around her, on her, they really thought she was going to do Beyonce and they really thought she was bigger than what she is. They gave and, her like a two-minute, like, head... What oh, no, was it Captain- called? Oh no, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Let me just have my moment to pop okay. off. Okay. You know, with the video and stuff. I'm, I, I don't think Nikki realizes how big she wasn't. You know, how small she was. And I don't think they, they, they realize, but the, you know, the label buddies. And she didn't blow up in the way that I think she thought. But when she performed at Capital FM, and there was that two and a half minute introduction to the stage, I'm like, you yes. do not get to do a two and a half minute introduction to stage. You are not that big an artist to do that. And it showed when it was dead and it was terrible. When she was doing that little bit at the beginning, and everyone knows. I think she thinks she ate, you know that. She left thinking, I motherfucking ate. But you know what? I just think she doesn't give a shit. I don't don't want to get into it anymore. I'm so violated. You're so violated. Yeah, by the situation and how terrible. You're outraged. I'm outraged as well. You've really switched off for the year, haven't you? Yeah, I'm done. I'm like, (laughs) I cannot deal with this because like, I'm just laughing now because I'm like, Jesse Nelson, what the fuck? Why didn't you just come out with a pop bop? I can't wait for Jade to come and slay her. See, the worst thing that has... Is to happen. It, oh God! Even I can't speak English today. But Do you know the what's worst, happening to us? I have no idea. I think we really can't be honest. I think we're dead. Um, I think we're going to wrap up now. Yeah, <laughs> soon, soon. But no, with Jesse, I think you know her performance is very reminiscent of the two thousands. But unfortunately, we live in the age of TikTok and receipts and different angles and perspectives and that information being circled around time and time again so there's clips of her performance where like it's pretty much dead silent and i know that you know her performance has been uploaded online and they've i have reason to believe they have added crowd noises and um you know because the audience aren't moving their hands or shaking about or anything obviously and it's really (laughs) it's really unfortunate but i think it's a smart move if she's wanting to be a parody of herself i think if she's a parody of herself it'll be iconic because bitch take it to eurovision it will sell i'm telling you that's that's what she hey so i think she thinks she's great jesse nelson for eurovision guys no what are we thinking no well who else are you gonna send adele no. Why won't Adele go? No, I want to see for to do Eurovision. Oh, really? Yeah, I want to see for to do it. I know she really wants to do it. She's the biggest Eurovision fan. I don't know. And she's our friend. So. No, I'm only joking. Yeah, Asifa. Hey, Asifa. Hey, girl. Hey, does she listen to the podcast? Well, she's gonna. Yeah, hey, Asifa girl. Yeah. Um, Asifa would be wonderful. Asifa or Adele. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Adele would not do it. But anywho, Jesse Nelson, I'm really sorry about 
everything that's going on with you, but thank you for entertaining us for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. That song was... is terrible as well. Oh, the Fuck. song. Okay. Was that the worst song of the, the year? Is that the worst was... song of the year? Yeah. The song was terrible. The look was horrible. What was with the glasses? Why did her hair keep on changing lengths? I'm the I'm I have a big horrible. I have a big issue with performers on TV when their hair keeps changing lengths. <laughs> I, I it really bugs me. I love the tiny little thing you're picking up. Because like when she was at the prem, um carpet, she <laughs> yeah, had, when she was she, when she was on the carpet, yeah. <laughs> she had long hair. That she'd conveniently placed when she wore oh, that jacket. Oh, we know what she was doing. And when she was performing, she had short hair. Now, how quick was that haircut? But, <laughs> you said it though. You said, you know what? She's just a bit of a sad girl that just wants notoriety and we'll get it however, even if she's pissing people off. I reckon she's not a nice person. But obviously, I don't know and I can't clarify. Girl, you're getting real personal. I just, I'm such a mixer. Oh my God, I'm that teenage girl. Yeah, you're, you're, you're turning really nasty towards her. <laughs> okay, try and say it diplomatically. Okay. I feel like she is. Do you know, like, what happened in Big Brother with Shilpa and Jade was attacking and everything? Cut I feel to like me she's in two like, seconds. I feel like she's like Joe from S Club and she would have been that girl. How is that diplomatic? Uh, You're calling her a potential racist. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, or a racist. I'm not saying that. I mean, not, I mean like, apologist I'm trying to, like, make a comparison so everyone can view it in my, in my eyes and brain. Bitch, that wasn't the assignment. I said be diplomatic. Listen, I will interpret how I want. I've got a degree on interpreting shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anywho. It's a good job, you're cute. But yeah, hey, Jesse Nelson, so, come like, on we, the podcast. Um, what else? What are your, like, um, obviously, like, we have no idea what the fuck we're doing right now. Yes. But um, music's so important to, to us both, and it's such a big thought. What would you say, like, album-wise, what, do you, what album do you really think hit this year? That was the album. See, I've still been listening to a lot of old music from like 2020, 2021, 1950s. Okay, okay. So what, oh, okay. For you then, what music do you think carried us through the pandemic the last few years? Well, I mean, we've discussed that before. I know we have, but you're not answering my, this question that I'm giving you right well, now. Well, whilst I'm talking to you, I'm trying to look at what songs I've been listening to. And I don't think anybody will know these. Like my top hundred are like classic Turkish music, calming uh, instrumental music, classic Indian. Can you give me it? Yeah, here you go. I'm going to look through it and I'm going to go through his top 100. Let's see if you can even recognize any of these songs. I'm going to go through his top 100 songs and um, I'm going to find the 2021 ones. But honestly, I've got to a phase in my life. Can I say what your number one song is, by the way? In a second. um, You interrupted me. (laughs) Can you not interrupt me, please? You know where this is going, don't you? <laughs> no, what I was anyway. saying, what I was, saying oh, yeah. was... Uh, Anywho. <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, I've got to that point where I'm like, do you know what? I'm just going to listen to music that I'm comfortable with. I get, I'm afraid of new and change, so I don't tend to listen to a lot of new music these days. That's why it stuck with me, is afraid of change. Even Adele's e, um, 30, I haven't listened to the album properly. I'm afraid. That's, yeah, you need to be ready. So like, your most played song is... Um, oh yeah, Pia Deckenhook or whatever. Pia Deckenhook. Oh, let me sing a second of it. Go on. Unhko manai sakhi koi jaake bhita jaaye jo bana morare Pia Deckenhook. 
Uttar se nano. Thank you for that. Crickets. <laughs> oh my God, you're the new Jesse Nelson. <laughs> what do you want from me? What do you think I want from you? I'm looking at you in, I'm intrigued as by your list. You're singing that, but I'm here like, wow, this is music from the crown. As and the love, Abbey, as the, calm. As the love of your life, as the person who just wants to be loved and validated, what do you think I want from you when I'm singing classic music? One day I'll get you flowers, babe. Thank you. Okay, so the... Um, Song, the Western song, let's call it, that's actually made it top 100. The first one. <laughs> it's at number seven, though. Ooh. It's fucking all night. Azalea Banks. Yeah. Mm, how do we feel about Azalea? Do you know what? I don't give a fuck. All the gay clubs were playing uh, her when we opened up. I love that song. But can I tell you which artists from 2021, which songs from 2021 yes. that are Western, yes. that have made your top 100? Yes. Those are cat songs. Oh, oh. One man. Let me be a woman. That's the only one. Woman, woman. Is that the only yeah, one? Yeah, and then it's 911, and it's got all Bollywood, all relaxing playlist, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, honestly, like, I've really needed it for my mental well being, like, calming music. But whenever I'm doing work, or if I'm doing emails and invoices and stuff, I would literally just put that type of music on and just um, ride the waves. Now you can look were. at mine, babe. Okay, let's see what music you have been listening to. Okay. Yeah, it's all. Uh, let's see where. Okay, let's see where your first non-English song is. I don't know if I've got one this year. What? Not even in your top. No, you have. Oh number, yeah, number thirty-three. No, probably higher than that, babe. No, it's number thirty-three. Well, there's an Italian band. Okay, well, by non-English I mean Bollywood. We all know this. <laughs> and yeah. that and that Italian band sings English songs anyway, so it doesn't count. <laughs> number thirty-three, Dilbert. Oh, still made it, didn't it? Still made it. Wasn't that number three one yet? Maybe. Uh, so your first one uh, is One Times One, Feet Nova Twins by Bring Me the Horizon. Of course. Then we've got Pretty Please by Dua. She made it through. Do you know what? Your top, hun- your top 100 is quite dark this year. How do you know that? Because we played it the other day in the car. <laughs> we've yeah, got Lost Cause by Billie Eilish. We've got... Billie Eilish. We've got, let's see, Teardrops, Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, Call Yourself a Mixer and Confetti's at number 12. Wow. Wow. Who else do we have? Oh, you've got Fractions in there. You've got a lot of main skin, a lot of Bring Me the Horizon, Siva, shout out to you, Billy Eyelash, Doja. Um, I think I, I know what, like, four albums had me on a chokehold this year, though. So, main skins, I don't know Ooh. if it was out this year, but it's, I discovered it this year. No, I think it was out this year because wasn't Eurovision this year? Yeah, it was, but I don't know if that album was out this year. Well, why would they release an album uh, before because Eurovision? Already, because they were really famous already. No, I'd have refused. They would have released it um, after Eurovision. If they didn't, they're stupid. I, I, I disagree with you, actually. No. They're not stupid. No, they are. Okay, so main skin. Yes. Um, Doja Cat. Girl, if Doja Cat isn't in your one best albums of the year, um, you're not even here. Billy Eilash. That's what we call that. Honestly, the album's incredible. And Hayley fucking Williams released one of the best albums of the year. Do you know what, though? It's very, like, dark. Apart from Doja. Yeah, but listen, I've I've had enough talking about 2021. Oh, also, other great things that have happened. Um, I'm such a hypocrite. 2021, we went on our first holiday this year. 
Ah, oh, Malta. First and only, Incredible. but Malta was amazing, yes. Thank you. Um, it was really, really great. You're welcome. And, you know, we've been performing. We've been doing lots of partner partnershiping with uh, organizations and what have you. So it's been good. Watch this space in 2022. I have manifesting stuff i've got fingers crossed for some big stuff hopefully oh i no. really hope so these bitches don't even know they don't we don't even know <laughs> <laughs> i do oh um yeah bitch we've got stuff already lined up for next I year don't know i've been i mean like weird <laughs> i like some stuff is like practically booked out till the end of next year do you know what i aspire to be one of those like super um busy people do you know some celebrities have a diary of five years i, li I live for that so like some some guests on Drag Race, um, guest judges, they are like booked five years in advance. Work. So it's like, hi, Ariana Grande, on 2030 at 5 p.m. on the 6th of July, you're going to be in a studio in L.A. recording Drag Race. And yeah. she's like, oh, my God, I love it. I'm really good <laughs> And she'll do it. Yeah. Well, obviously, because she's booked. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what? You're like. <laughs> I'm not here today. You really not, oh, are maybe you? Maybe because I'm hungry. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. But, um, yeah, so that was. The <laughs> that was our conclusive episode today. of the year. I know it's messy. I yeah. know it's a mess. But we love you so much for continuing to stick by us and listen to us. It means the world. And we want to just continue pushing, representing, and being these bitches. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you very much for all your love and support, guys. And guys, girls, gays, days, everyone. And yeah, we're really looking forward to bringing more stuff your way next year. I also wanted to say that the last two episodes have been a little bit heavy with mental health. And that is a theme that we do want to continue in the new year as well to visit. I, I am really pushing for a therapist to be on um, one of the podcast episodes so that we can have an interview with them and, and sort of get their perspective because mental health is one of those things that you know you don't go in and just get cured you kind of have to tap in and out um, on occasions I tend to find it's almost like having a tune-up so it is a theme that we're going to continue but we thought we'd keep things like this episode and messy and messy because just I'm a like Jesse Yes, just messy like Jesse I'm messy but I'm a rundi I'm a rundi <laughs> uh, Pakistan <laughs> Grape. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a pilot. Grape. Yeah. <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be a, a army person and destroy India. Thank you. That's grape. No, but that's so weird, though. Like, why would you be raised to want... Like, at that age, why are you thinking Listen, about destroying a I nation? I think we can unpack that next year. Yeah, let's, that, that's grape. Let's that's park grape. that. Yeah, he has the carrot. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for and listening. Have a wonderful new year, everyone. Yeah, happy Mwah. holidays. Have a wonderful new year. See you in January. We love you, but, but you, you don't, don't love, love me. me. Goodbye. Randy. Randy. <laughs> <laughs>